as we welcome you in to the 6 o'clock hour. The Miami Hurricanes football schedule has uh, been officially released here, Omar. Hollywood Omar Kelly and Vlad in with you on this Thursday morning. Uh, you're close, man. You're, we're getting close. We're only seven months away, by my math, to a trip to Gainesville. Start the season Saturday on the 31st. Get the stinking Gators. And then uh, you're over there, FAMU guy, right? Yes, I am. You get, the, the, uh, you get FAMU at home here if, uh, Saturday, September 7th. I'll be going to that game with some tickets to uh, improvise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's easy. Just don't ask me. Uh, Saturday. But you September, know who I'm coming to. I'm not taking care of you for that. No, we don't. We don't support the the visiting fans. Maybe for fam, you guys will lose by sixty. But yeah, um, I mean, come on. All you, right, you know I'm coming. Let me to just you. run through this real quick here. Uh, Saturday, September 14th against Ball State. That is a home Woo, game. Ball State, baby. One of the toughest road trips of the year comes uh, Saturday, September 21st. Uh, you'll head to Tampa to take on the South Florida Bulls. Okay, I'm going there. I go to that one. That's a toughie. Right? Didn't you go to USF? I did. Yes, I went to. USF. So aren't you conflicted? Am I conflicted? Um, yeah, you are. If you're taking if you're taking that time that long to answer, you're conflicted. Sure, I'm I'm conflicted on that one. I guess I you know I like to see where both teams are at. Says the guy wearing a USF shirt right sweatsuit sweatshirt right now. A lot of USF stuff. I went to school there. Is that okay with you? I also have a ton of UM stuff. Uh, that uh, they have been nice enough to uh, to gift to me over the years. I have so. I have I have maybe one two FAMU items. Okay, you guys. By the way, FAMU has a very cool LeBron collection. They uh, do. Anyway, let me actually. Let me go I, through I have the schedule. Three okay, so you get the Bulls on uh, on September twenty first. I have in a LeBron Tampa. jersey. You return Famu home jersey. Friday, September twenty seventh, to take on Virginia Tech. Josie was right on on that. Yeah, by he the way. nailed it. He was like, if they're doing a Friday uh-huh. night game, that means the following week, UM is probably heading to the. To the West Coast. And man. they are. Saturday, Berkeley. Saturday, October 5th, you will hit the road to take on the Fighting Joe Roses of Cal. Um, Saturday, October 19th, you will head to Louisville. Oh, Saturday, October 26th, you will host the Florida State Seminoles. Mm. Oh, a, a hot ticket over there. I love that game. Uh, Saturday, November 2nd, you will host the Duke Blue Devils. Saturday, November 9th, you head to Atlanta to take on Georgia Tech. Saturday, November 23rd. You host Wake Forest, and Saturday, November 30th, you will head to Syracuse for the season Jesus finale. Christ, why do they always go on the road? Every damn weekend, the last game of the season, Thanksgiving weekend, they're always on the road. When are you all riled up? Will you travel with the team? Are you worried about missing Thanksgiving? No, it's just that I'd like to have a – I would like – Are you inviting for, Josie to Thanksgiving? No, I would like for them to have a home game during the Thanksgiving weekend because if you look well, – it's on Saturday, bro. So what? Thanksgiving's on Thursday. And? You'll be all right. You'll be all right. Silence. All riled up about the series. No, I'm just no, coming up in in eleven. Dude, when was the last now. time? When was the last time the Canes had a last game of the season? Was at home. I don't know, Vlad. It's been a long I, time. I really They've either gone to you. Boston College, Syracuse, or Pittsburgh. What I can't answer for you is this does seem to be a relatively winnable schedule here for Miami. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, famous last words. Let's, I know seven I mean, wins, baby. I do say that every year. Woo! Um, I mean, you get Virginia Tech at home. Which is nice. Let's go to the Weed Whacker Bowl. I can't imagine Cal will be very good. I, I should be more respectful because you all have actually have a decent quarterback. And by the way, Maybe. this is why you're not going to get tickets. You're going to give me them tickets. Because you're disrespectful. You're going to give me them tickets. You're going to give me them tickets. <laughs> He's bullying you. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. I'm going to be in that booth. We'll see. All right. We got to find a way to get to Tampa. For, uh, for that game, though, man. We got to uh, get to Tampa. Road trip! We might have to road trip that one. We'll get Monroe. 
We'll take the the pregame show on the road, and uh, we'll maybe maybe we'll get out to Tampa for that one. I haven't been to Tampa in, in years, so maybe uh, it'd be a nice uh, nice return trip there. Canes hoops, by the way. We're speaking of Canes. I just want to throw this in there. Canes hoops last night came up with a big win. Uh, they needed it, by the way, and they were uh, Notre Dame. You know, had a, had a few runs in that game. It looked like it was going to be a little dicey, but uh, Norchad O'Meara, who was uh, is actually questionable heading into the game, had 20 points in the first half. He finished with 33, so a monster performance last night from Norchad O'Meara. Uh, Matt Cleveland got banged up in the game last night as Miami. You know, it's it's amazing. We, we looked at last season. I, we talk about this a lot during our game broadcast, but Miami last season, um, they were so healthy throughout the entire year and this year it's been and how's it they're not like the Dolphins have just been like decimated by injuries right they have like one guy out here one guy out there but to have that inconsistency in your starting lineup I think is kind of taking a little bit of a toll on that team and and you just hope they can find a way to uh, to keep that thing going right now and uh, you get Pitt uh, in the building on Saturday 215 love to see everyone out there for that one and uh, hopefully the Canes can uh, can keep rattling off some wins here, man. Get back to that uh, NCAA tournament. That is uh, certainly the uh, the goal for these guys this year because I still think it's a, uh, a very talented uh, Miami Hurricanes basketball team. We have a very talented Miami Heat basketball team who lost to uh, No Tip and Pippen Jr. last night. Did you guys see that? No Tip and Pippen Jr. is on uh, is on the Memphis Grizzlies now. Okay. That's uh, that's who I guess was uh, was tearing you up last night uh, for uh, the, uh, the Grizzlies. Uh, you're referring to Pippin's son. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No Tippin. Wh- Pippin Junior. Why, why is he called No Tippin? I don't get it. Why do you think? Because he doesn't take a shot in the dark. Yeah. There you go. Uh, he that's what he's known for. I don't. I've never served Scotty Pippin, but I, I know that he's he's known for that. So we just call him No Tippin Pippin. Wait, wait, wait. Who's call, who's never who's never tip Scotty Pippin Senior or Scotty Pippin Junior? Senior. So why are you calling Junior No Tippin Pippin? He's a junior. So, but that doesn't mean that he doesn't the tip. Same he doesn't name. tip. That don't mean it's, anything. You're slandering him. He's got the him. same name. No, he doesn't. He has a junior. Junior <laughs> means you have the same name, you're, doesn't it? You're slandering him. You don't know no. if that man tips or not. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Yeah, you can't I be calling him no tipping, Pippin. Don't be disrespectful to that man Because like of his that. dad? Yeah, you don't know him. It's his tip in history. The real so question should I call is, Michael Jordan uh, Jaundice Eyes? You know, Jaundice Eyes Jordan? Should I call him that? Should I call Marcus Jaundice Eyes Jordan? The question about you Marcus, call him a Vlad, lover. <laughs> Vlad, is uh, where where does uh, where does Pippin Junior, uh, what role does he play at the wedding? Stop it. We we we're, I am not talking about Michael Jordan's uh, 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 Jordan's son's wedding question. to Pip Larsa. Sorry, I, it's I'm a not. good question, right? It's a fair question. It, it just keeps her relevant. And the real, the better question is, what does she change her name to when the wedding goes? I already around? told you that she's got the greatest name, the hyphen. She's got Pippin Jordan. Oh, wow, Larsa Pippin Jordan. I don't even know if she could have children, so I don't know if there can be another Pippin Jordan. Well, actually, they could put an egg in her, so technically she can't oh have children. Oh, my God. What's with you? What do you mean? Uh, is that not truth? I don't know. I don't they, know her they situation. Can, they can artificially stop? inseminate her. Oh, actually, you know what? They can just have a um, surrogate because she's in that surrogate crowd. Right. Oh, I hope she Yo, listen, if she asked that, he better say no. 
He Michael's gonna talk to his son and be like, Mm-mm, "She's well, not getting why? this Jordan Empire." Uh, nah, she's. I mean, uh, anybody with Jordan blood is getting that Jordan Empire. She's so not, it. but she's not Jordan blood. Maybe that's why the she's child. I'm talking about the child is gonna get the Jordan. I think Empire. she does pretty well for herself, though. Larsa right? Pippen. Doesn't she? Yeah, I think. She yeah, yeah, yeah. She's well right. for herself. I mean, she, but I what, mean, there's, knowing there's, knowing there's, what talent does she have? There's doing well for yourself, and then there's a billionaire that's empire. True. That's true. Jordan, by the way, man, is the most amazing thing ever because he that guy you talk about like what he when did he finish playing i mean what was it 2001 25 years ago something like that and he is still people still go nuts over his gear is uh is really uh one of the crazy i wonder by the way if that'll be the case with lebron will no, people will in not. 25 years from now be going nuts over lebron stuff absolutely not i don't know that'll be, uh, that'll be i'm, fun a, to I'm see. a sneakerhead and i'm telling you that's not gonna okay, happen but you're also how old are you I'm 46 and I still buy sneakers. Literally, okay, I'm, so I'm you're shopping 46. for $400 sneakers right so now. So there is, you know, there's there's other generations besides yours. Yeah, you don't, don't know about this Hollywood. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's, just, it's not just gonna happen. Go. Just, right, just because if it was gonna happen, it would have been happening. It, it would have right been now. happening right now. Yeah, just let it. Like go, people bro. would be going crazy for any time LeBron dropped. Luke LeBron ones, twos, threes. No. Let's see. Five six one says this is Jim Laranega team. This is a Jim Laranega team. Remember when we had Lonnie Walker and Bruce Brown? They never were both healthy enough to play meaningful games together. Okay. Uh, I just had a shot at Coach L. I don't know what that's supposed to be. Wait, you're taking a shot? You can't take you, a shot you, at nah, that, nah, nah, I'm sorry. You're not taking a shot at Coach Laranek. Yeah, I don't know what he, that he's, was. He's probably the best be, coach in all of South Florida. Like, no. And that's not that's not going to happen. Okay. It's not going to happen. Not on my watch. Um... Let's see, we got we got a lot of stuff. We got we got Tony Pauline coming up. So we listen, have we, we have Tony Pauline. You want to take a break and get to Tony Pauline? Absolutely, right, Tony Pauline. He is my draft guru, my expert. You're I always all go the to questions him for this because he, I'm not asking about two trades and Tony don't know and, about and whatever. Listen, drafting quarterbacks, all that nonsense. I'm not even going to go down that road. So you'll have to you'll have to handle those questions. I, I'll have to carry you Tony like I have Pauline all week. Tony Pauline is okay, going no to problem. join us coming up next here on QAM. Welcome back here to the Joe Rose Show. Hollywood, Omar Kelly, Vlad in for Joe here this morning. It is time to head out to the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. Tony Pauline is kind enough to join us here this morning on QIM. Tony, good morning. How are you, sir? I'm okay. Thank you for having me. Listen, Tony, you're one of my favorite draft analysts. You know this. We annually talk this time of year, and I always ask you the same question, Tony. So, because I come into this draft process going into the Senior Bowl completely blind because I do not watch college football. So give me the lay of the land about the 2024 NFL draft. Well, I think the thing to know is, when you look at the top of the draft, the past couple of years, it's been defensive heavy. You know, yeah, the yes. Aiden Hutchinson, Trevon Walker, going to be the exact opposite this year. I mean, the first 10 picks off the board this year could actually be offensive players. You're going to have three quarterbacks, a couple of offensive tackles. You've got Marvin Harrison up there, Brock Bowers. So really, at the, in the early part of the draft, it's all offense. There's a lot of real good offensive tackles throughout the draft. I okay. mean, through the third round, you can get a player at the offensive tackle position that could de- eventually develop into a starter. 
Uh, you got some sensational. Hold on, you're uh, saying receiver. three. Hold on, three. Give me a little clarity. Three rounds. So you're saying what? We're you're talking eight to twelve offensive tackles that could be starters. I'm going to say. Look at my board right here. I'm going to say at least seven, possibly eight. Now you know you just said something. The Senior Bowl, right? The Senior Bowls, uh, we're going to be there a week from today. I'll be, I'm sorry, whatever the week today. Tomorrow I'm leaving for the Shrine Bowl, and then we'll be at the Senior Bowl. So the Senior Bowl has a way of, you know, kind of changing the board. And some guys, that number could go from seven to eight, or that number could go from seven to five, depending on how some of the, some of the players do at the uh, Senior Bowl. So I'm going to say right now you're looking at about seven guys through the third round that uh, could potentially play, could, could potentially be starters. And a lot of these guys, you know, some of them are underclassmen. You've got to see what their, their actual height are because some of these offensive tackles could actually project the offensive guard because teams want tackles that are 6'5", six, 6'5 five, six, five and a half. And if these guys come in at 6'4", teams are going to move them to their offensive guard cl- uh, class. Um, I, I think it's also a decent receiver class. It's pretty strong at the quarterback position, and I'm usually very conservative on my quarterbacks. Yes, you uh, are. But you're going to have uh, decent quarterbacks through the third, fourth round. Um, not a good safety class. Uh, not a good uh, defensive tackle class. You've got some decent uh, edge rushers, but it's not a great edge rusher class. Now, let me ask you about the defense, because uh, there are guys uh, in this draft that I absolutely love, like um, – the University of Miami safety camp kitchens. I, I rarely, you know, watch draft prospects, but I did watch him at the University of Miami, and I think he's a stud. Um, where, where is the who, – who are the defensive stars of this draft? Well, if you, go, if you look at the top, you're looking at Dallas Turner of uh, Alabama, who's an outstanding player. I happen to love Chop Robinson, the, the uh, pass rusher from uh, Penn State, who can come out of a three-point stance. He can stand over tackle. Zerhan Newton of uh, Illinois is the top defensive tackle in the draft. I think a guy that we're going to see at the Senior Bowl who's going to surprise is Byron Murphy, uh, the uh, the defensive tackle who's insanely athletic. I mean, insanely athletic. You mentioned Kitchens. I actually like Kitchens a lot right now. He's graded as my number one safety, although he is a mid to later day two pick, but he's a real good uh, center field type. Who uh, you know? Who can get out? Who can? Who's very good against the run. Just got to be a little bit more disciplined. Um, Bo mm-hmm. Braid is another safety from uh, Maryland who's also really good. Do you see Kitchens as a as a strong safety? Is is that how you envision him being used in the NFL? Not really. You know, I, I, it's funny you you bring him up because I've been doing my Miami film recently. And I thought he was darn good in, in pure center field and deep center field. He yes. showed good ball skills. Mm-hmm. He showed the ability to track the pass in the air. He shows exceptional hands for the interception. I haven't seen him, you know, I haven't seen him lined up over a slot receiver too much in the film work that I've done. But from what I've seen, he shows enough ball skills, I believe, to be a, a, a true free safety. And he's got decent range, too. Tony Pauline with us here on WQAM. You can find all his work uh, on Twitter at Tony Pauline. Tony, uh, let me ask you here. We have you know, a lot of discussion about quarterbacks, and I'll ask you about some of those later first round or maybe early second round quarterbacks in a second. But just to start, uh, we know there are some big names at the top of this thing. Who stands out? Who do you think will uh, will be the best uh, one out of the uh, maybe the top three guys? You got Drake May in there, Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels. Uh, who, who do you like out of that group? Well, I mean, my order right now goes Caleb Williams, 
Drake May and Jaden Daniels, and there's not a huge spread between Drake May and Jaden Daniels. The thing about the quarterback position is so much of it is reliant on good coaching, proper coaching, proper development. You know, mm-hmm. it's the reason why Kyle Shanahan can take a Brock Purdy and turn him into a terrific starting quarterback, and the New York Jets consistently bust with every quarterback that they select in the top five of the NFL draft. I mean, I like Caleb Williams. You're going to hear a lot of criticism about his fundamentals, his techniques. You know, he doesn't throw with proper footwork. Mm -hmm. He does a lot of arm throwing, and a lot of the throws that he makes on Saturday are going to be a lot tougher to make on Sunday. Drake May, he really is the whole package. He's not an RPO quarterback, but he's a bigger-bodied passer who shows some elusiveness, who's, you know, has got a great deep arm, who makes some magnificent throws, but he was a little bit streaky last year as a, uh, as in the, during a the little, 2023 season. A little, season. Tony? A little streaky? And, and that's, you know, the last time that happened with a quarterback coming out of North Carolina was Sam Howell, uh, where everyone thought he was going to be a top-ten pick, and he dropped. Mm-hmm. Jaden Daniels, the arrow was pointing north. There's no doubt about it. And I always like quarterbacks uh, coming into the draft where they're playing their best football. Jaden Daniels really turned it on late in the 2022 season. Uh, and then he just took off last year. He he's a great passer, a terrific passer. He's got uh, got it going on between the ears. I love this decision making. I mean, Jaden Daniels is going to get a lot of positive chatter as you move towards April. All right, Tony. Uh, as you can imagine, there's a lot of talk around our quarterback situation down here in uh, in South Florida with Tua Tungavailoa. First things first, I'm curious your thoughts on, on Tua and his performance this year. And then my second, my follow up to that would be. Do you see the Dolphins perhaps you know, taking a flyer on a guy in uh, maybe one of the mid to late rounds? And if so, who, who's available that you like? Well, I, I mean, I thought Tua played very well. I mean, the, 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 team, <laughs> the team did pretty well, except for that very last game against Buffalo. I think, you know, you've got to get some – you've got to strengthen the interior of that offensive line. You've got to do a little bit better job blocking for uh, Tua. Uh, but where he was in 2022 and what people were saying about him and what he did last year, I thought was a massive improvement, and I think that you know he's the way forward. Now, I, I mean, it's never a bad thing, depending on how many draft picks you have and depending on how, many, how your board stacks up, you know, to, to take a quarterback later on. I mean, if they want to take a flyer on a guy later on, someone who's got uh, immense talent yet has never put it together – I mean, look at Joe Milton of Tennessee, who we're going to see at the Senior Bowl. I mean, the guy is a big athlete, 6'5", 235 pounds. He can, he can pick up yardage with his legs. He's got a fireball of an arm. He can make all the throws. I mean, at times, he looks like a magnificent quarterback, but he's only started 12 games in his, in his college career. He began his college career at Michigan, couldn't hack it there, went to Tennessee. There's a, there's an, a lot of untapped potential with Joe Milton, which is why he's, instead of being the first-round pick that many people thought he was going to be three years ago, he's probably going to be a fifth- or sixth-round pick. But again, if you've got a coach, and Miami seems to have that coach that can develop a quarterback, you know, you bring a guy like Joe Milton in, not so much to unseat Tua, but to get some competition there, maybe you develop him, maybe he turns into a guy that can be a spot starter, and in a worst-case scenario, you look at what the New England did all those years, trading those quarterbacks for additional draft capital. You know, you know who I like in this draft, Tony? Michael Who's Penix that? Jr. It's going to be interesting when we see Penix at the Senior Bowl. You know, I'll, I'll 
let you on a little yeah. secret uh, about Michael Penix. Please is tell me. Michael Penix. You know. Go ahead. He, he's he, he's a great story, and it was it was nice to see you know the the success with with Michael Penix. You know, he is a very streaky quarterback. You don't know what you're getting from him quarter to quarter, game to game. I mean, there are times where he looks magnificent, and there are times where you look at the, the national championship game. He's got the injuries. The age is an issue because being as old as he is, it means that he's basically tapped out. He doesn't have a great amount of upside potential. He's not going to get that much better. And the thing about Michael Penix is that you talk to people, and when you're down to senior bowl, you talk to people – not known as the hardest-working guy off the field. Not oh. a guy who likes to do the little things off the field to make himself a better quarterback. So that is the rap that, that Michael Penix has. Again, credit to him. He turned in a uh, fantastic uh, campaign last year to Washington National Championship game. But again, you have to project him to the next level. And when you get a guy who, you know, one out of every three uh, passes is great, when the other two you just don't know what's going to happen, and he's as old as Michael Penix is, that's a guy who's probably going to go much later than people think. What what round you you thinking right now on Penix? I have him right now, late two, early three. Okay, that's not bad. That that's a little early than I thought you were you were going to say. Um, we're here talking to Tony Pauline, draft expert guru, but he's also a great insider. You know who was the first person I saw on Twitter saying that this Harbaugh to Chargers job was going to be finalized? It was Tony Pauline. Uh, you don't get the credit that you deserve. I know personally you keep your ear to the streets on what the word is in, in front office jobs, on coordinator jobs, on position hires. Tony, what are you hearing on the Dolphins' defensive coordinator's job? You know, that story just broke yesterday. I've not made any phone calls, so <laughs> I appreciate that buildup. But, you know, I, 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 I've heard zilch. I think that kind of caught some people by surprise. Um, you know, it's going to have to be a situation where McDaniel gets somebody that, uh, y you know, he can really mesh with as, uh, as a personality. Um, the thing about the whole scouting uh, process, uh, the, the coaching process, the coach hiring process, whether it be head coaches, defensive coordinators, et cetera, it, it's kind of going in slow motion. I mean, it really yeah. hasn't been a Because the a jobs haven't been of, filled. It uh, hasn't been a rash of hirings as we've seen, so... I'm sure over the course of the next couple of days, uh, I will have some information and uh, we'll we'll post it over at Sports Skeeter. Yeah, I expect an answer by the Senior Bowl, Tony, because I know you're going to keep your ear to the streets. Oh, I'm sure I'll have an answer by Saturday when I get to the uh, when I get to the Shrine game. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't. I thought with that build up, you were going to talk about Julian Hill. My my article on Julian Hill about how he was going to make the roster back in uh, in uh, July, whatever it was. Li listen, listen. Um, I do remember you mentioning that. I thought you were crazy then. You turned out to be right. Um, and, and listen, you know how I respect you in, in your opinions, Tony. So, um, well, give me give me a give me a sleeper in this draft to watch, Tony. Give me give me a name. Um, Spencer Powers uh, Powers Johnson, the center from uh, you know. If you're looking at the Dolphins. You look at where they're selecting in the first round. You look at their needs. Jackson Powers Johnson out of Oregon, who's, I don't know that he's really a sleeper, um, but he's a guy who can play guard, was okay. a terrific guard in 2022 for Oregon, moved to center, did a knockout job at center this year. He, he's, a, he's a smart, tough, nasty blocker who's also very good in motion. He's good on his feet. He goes out to the second level. He takes linebackers out. So I think, you know, you look at where the Dolphins, where they draft that may be just slightly early for them, 
But the guy's got a tremendous amount of upside. I think the guy's a day-one starter. Uh, no sleepers say at the, at the center position if you're looking at that area for the, uh, Miami. Charles Turner of LSU, who we're going to see at the uh, Senior Bowl. A little bit undersized, but tough, nasty. And again, very good blocking motion, very good on his feet. Tony, uh, thank you for the time here this morning. You can find Tony's work, uh, sportskeeda.com. And, of course, uh, you follow Tony on Twitter where he breaks uh, the, the news as well, at Tony Pauline. Tony, really appreciate the time. Great stuff this morning. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Omar. Looking forward to seeing you in Mobile, brother. All right, man. Thanks, Tony. All right, Tony, Pauline here with us on QAM. A lot of good stuff there. And, uh, yeah, man. Get your little draft fix. Uh, it's draft season, it's baby. around the corner, man. It is around the corner. But how about Penix? What do you say, late second, early third? I, mm. I think I'm, I think maybe third. I don't even know if he's – I don't think these quarterbacks are as good as people think they are. I think they're being over or, or artificially Never inflated. Never like to hear a guy that doesn't, uh, doesn't put in the work, right? Isn't that what he Yeah, that was a uh, little bit surprising, but Tony keeps his ear to the street, so he knows what the word is. And, and this is negative season time. So every wart that you have, um, every nick that, 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 that might be in your game, they're going to bring it up. They're going to highlight it. I, I, it's, it's like saying, you know, Danny Hollywood is uh, Hollywood's grumpy every morning and he comes in and he's got an attitude, you know, these are all truths. Now they don't okay. impact how well you perform as a radio host, <laughs> but you know, this is just the truth. And if you want to draft them, this is what you know you got to deal with. How about this guy's not going to give up on this? He says Tony was caught by surprise by Vic being fired without anyone's knowledge. Then Tua's trade could come just as secretly. Okay. I got a yeah. feeling we're not going to wake up one morning and there's going to be like Tua was just. I promise you, you're not going to wake up one morning. And that, Justin yeah. Fields. There's like I don't. I can't imagine. The, the truth is, there isn't that much of a market for Tua, which is exactly why the Dolphins are in a favorable negotiating position with him. Bottom line. I trust you, man. I, I think you know what you're talking about with this stuff. I don't, you know, I don't who, know who's what you're talking about with most stuff. But who's I think trading for Tua? To, tell me, who is trading for Tua? Name name the team. It's got to be one a dome team. <laughs> uh, just a reality. Don't, don't it ain't Denver. It ain't Denver. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it, I, I, like, I agree. I can't stop. see anyone. People like, stop. Yeah. Okay, let's let's stop. All right, let's take a pause here. Joe's going to join the show, by the way, the namesake of the program. He will join us in the 9 o'clock hour. We're making him wake up early in California. Uh, that's not early for him. I, I had him with uh, yesterday. Right. I go, hey, man, you going to be up at 6? And he's like, I'll be up at 3. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll, uh, we'll take a pause. More to come here on the Joe Rose Show. Hey, welcome back to the Joe Rose Show. It's Thursday morning. We're close to Friday, everyone. So that's, uh, that's a positive in and of itself, right? Marlins Fan Fest coming up on Friday. How about that, man? We got baseball getting ready to start. We got the heat in full swing. They'll be better. We need a little time for Scary Terry to get big game tonight. acclimated into the lineup. It is a big game tonight. The Celtics on TV are in town. The Boston Celtics, always fun, man. That's the best rivalry we got down here, Miami and Boston, uh, in, the, uh, in the, the hoops. I think, at least for me, the... Best rivalry we have going. Uh, so you got that tonight. The Hurricanes, a big win last night, beating Notre Dame. Needed it and uh, and got it last night. Uh, Norchad O'Meara, 33-10. and 10. In a college game, Omar, usually those are the kinds of lines you see uh, at the uh, the pro level. There's so a Norchad O'Meara puts up a uh, 
a monster, monster game last night. The Panthers just continued to uh, to roll 6-2 over the Coyotes. Uh, the news in the NFL uh, was uh, Jim Harbaugh taking the job with the Chargers. That'll be an interesting one to watch there. And then the Dolphins are needing a new defensive coordinator as uh, old man Vic Fangio has uh, probably looking like he's heading back to Philly, but he's gone. Philly, uh, or the there's also a possibility that he can go to the Chargers and join Jim Harbaugh. That That's just a remote possibility because the truth is it's it's the Eagles. He wanted to take that job when he, when he got hired by Miami. Um, and basically the Dolphins just wouldn't let him out of his contract, so he yeah. came here and to talk, he did his time and acted like he hated it. But let me ask you this with Vic, right? Mm-hmm. I think he still wants to head coach, right? No. He doesn't? Because um, the reason why I ask that is if he does take the Eagles job, and yes. we all know that Sirianni's uh, cheese sticks is on the grill. Yes. So, um, <laughs> cheese sticks is on the grill. So, if – if you think he can be the interim coach, right. if things go that's left, the, because that's the fear with these coaches who are not turned into coordinators. When they become coordinators and they fixed let, whatever let, side that they're that that they're ex, um, the experience in, yeah, they usually become the next. Let me coach. let me be very honest and candid about Vic Fangio. Um, well, I hope that you're always honest and candid. You know, I'm always honest, but I I generally don't tell you everything that I know or think. If you can imagine that, sometimes I hold back. Do it's, you? Yeah, I, you yeah. hold back. I absolutely do hold back. Wow. Time. Well, thank you for holding back. Go uh, ahead. What, what do you got here? You, you know that old man who is just absolutely just set in his ways, grumpy, just says whatever the hell. I think most hell. old men are kind of set in their yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah. But the guy that just says whatever the hell he wants and you just got to deal with it. Sure. Right. That's Vic, and that's why nobody will ever hire him as a head coach again. This is your honest, candid moment right now? Yeah. I mean, it's true. I I didn't need you to tell me he was an old, grumpy man. Like, I could tell by looking at him. No, no, but you asked, but he asked me why he, like, Vic knows nobody wants to hire him. Javon Allen posted a video literally kicking a handful of rocks. Like, that guy wrist hurt his foot just to send a message that, like, we didn't like Vic Fangio. Anyway, he's gone. He he better not kick rocks with his bad knees. Listen, gone. I, I don't don't be disrespectful because he still does shows on the QAM. Not waves. Who, Vic Fangio? No, Javon. Nah, that, that ended oh, last week. I think it did end last week. I, I, man, you should. They should probably keep that thing going through the playoffs. I like through the, yeah. through the Super Actually, Bowl. That, that's like a really I, good show. I mean, can you imagine people. Javon Holland doing a show on Tuesday addressing Vic Fangio's re- removal? I think QAM's making a mistake on that one. I think you pulled the like, plug you, a, a like week too knew, early. Like he knew Vic was going to be leaving. No, 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 no. Now that he's left, we extend that deal one extra week hey, to bring him on to the QM Airways. Javon Holland, okay? That's a man. I'm going to be thing. honest and candid with you. You don't make any decisions around here. I should. That's well, maybe, that, maybe, but that's neither here nor there at the moment. All right. Uh, the soccer team is getting going, by the way. Inner Miami, they're traveling. Uh, they got some friendlies they're going to play. Can you get me, a, it, can uh, you get nope. me into a game? I no, cannot. nobody can get into a game, bro. Uh, come on. Dude, that's let me tell you true. this. I. I, I got well, you know people. Game, but you, you, I, it, you know people. So, so you basically <laughs> but, just said that you've got the connect. You just won't use them on me. I'm happy to help Vlad. 
You keep asking, man. You're 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 wearing out your welcome here. You're like, I need canes. You I know, do I need, need canes. I, need, I, I, I need. thank you for the heat. You got me. You got like, me the heat. Like, I love it. You are the ticket. You are my ticket master. Yeah, Have no, you I not realized this? You, uh, unreasonable. Omar can get a credential. Fees. You know that, right? I'm sure he could. But I'm gonna start charging Omar like uh, twenty or thirty percent service fees, like whatever they charge you on. There. You are my ticket master. You haven't realized this over yeah. a decade. I just brought up the soccer because Tim <laughs> Reynolds. <laughs> Tim Reynolds has this on, you uh, he just sent this out on Twitter that uh, Messi is going to be doing a, uh, a Super Bowl ad for Michelob Ultra on uh, during during the Super. Bowl. All he's here. doing is selling crap. Really, Michelob? Yeah, Michelob. Come Ultra. on, Messi. He better be selling. I wonder if Jimmy Buckets is going to. Hold be on, in what, that what's one. the problem with Michelob Ultra? You don't like Michelob Ultra? I like drinking urine. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> what are we doing here? I guess we're not going to have a Michelob Ultra sponsorship. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I well, you know, I don't want to say that I like it now because Vlasy like destroyed me. But you know, I'm gonna like. It. This oh, may and shock for the record, you. most beers taste you. like urine, Vlad. Not Heineken. No, that's not true. This may that, shock you, right. but I do not like Heineken. a lighter beer. Um, I got Speaking of beer, I want to tell you guys this. I so I'm not I'm not a Broward guy, as is pretty yes. well documented. Me too. High five. We had our, uh, our holiday party. We had our holiday party at the Funky Buddha. That was nice in Fort Lauderdale. Now. I didn't know this. Like I, I told so I told all my buddies, all my buddies live in Broward. I go, you know, hey, you, you gotta go to this the funky Buddha. Like this place is awesome. We gotta go out there and catch a game or something. And they go, Yeah, we we know. Like everyone in Broward goes to Funky Buddha. It's, it's like a big thing up here. Really? So yeah. So like I, I was my first time getting out there and I, I met one of the owners. I said, like, this this place I, it is so cool. First of all, the place is huge. It okay. is. They actually have the like the plant there they make the beer there you okay. see it you see they it happening have, they have shuffleboard okay which i happen to be a huge fan of uh, me too the shuffleboard with the pucks with the yeah, on the table yeah, not the oh, not the oh, one with the no, old not like the one the, you play at the senior home with the rake i like the senior like home push. and the rake no 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 because i don't want to do anything too physical while while i'm drinking beer goodness gracious and you the think food, you was, the take food is really good they court. had like pretzels and beer cheese and all like it was just all really good like we had a really good time out there and uh but anyway so so yeah i just we, if we're it's, talking about beer i figure we have to throw that in there okay so i wanted to let you know like that place is phenomenal is, all right. is awesome if, if you ever if, find yourself if in broward if i'm if i'm going on a date in broward i'll i'll, I'll consider it could also open a miami location if they feel feel it necessary mm, but, miami real estate it ain't cheap brother so i hear so i hear but it, uh yeah man uh so all right we got a lot of stuff going on here. We got all the texts coming in. We'll get to uh, to those as we uh, we move through the morning. And we're going to debut Vlad. You know, we're running a little late here. Uh, we're going to debut a new segment for for Vlad coming up here because um, we had someone who uh, sent some nasty stuff to us yesterday on uh, on Twitter. It's called a hater. And uh, I figure, what would be the best way to to make good with this guy is to give him more of what he said he wanted less of. So uh, we're going to uh, we're going to debut a new segment coming up in the eight o'clock hour. I'm a big fan of this. I'm on board for this, and uh, we're we're going to do this. Uh, so don't go anywhere. Uh, <laughs> is that how's that for a tease? We're going to debut a new segment that hopefully will rile someone up that uh, had some mean things to say about us uh, yesterday on Twitter. So uh, we got a lot of news to uh, to get to as well. Omar's thoughts on the Vic Fangio deal will dump. Uh, will will. Drive uh, more into that uh, here in the uh, in the eight o'clock hour as well, and uh, we'll take a pause here. We got uh, Joe Rose going to join us in the nine o'clock hour, so plenty more here to come. Hollywood Omar Vlad in for Joe on a Thursday morning.